0: Hey guys, welcome back
1: to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode.
0: Hey guys. Hi queens. Happy Monday. Happy new week. I feel like we say this every week. I feel like I'm honestly just saying this because my wedding is coming up so soon and I feel like time is like literally flying by because I have things to do and packages to receive and like I'm on a deadline now you know what I mean so like every day that passes like it goes by faster we're
1: officially one week out from when we leave from when we leave from when yeah yeah Alyssa leaves and then like actually two weeks
0: from the wedding so kind of crazy kind of like still wrapping my head around that because I feel like it doesn't feel real because you plan this for so long Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it's here. Oh, and and once.
1: And then it's a day
0: and then it's like over.
1: And then once it's over, you're going to be like, oh my God, I have so much free time now. Like I cannot believe how much time I have. And it's really nice.
0: So much space because I feel like just right now it's just being consumed with like wedding details and things. And I'm like trying to think like, am I missing something or like, what are some things I want to do? I'm really excited because I feel like I've been seeing a lot of like 2024 Wedding or bridal trends this year on TikTok and stuff. And I'm just so curious as to what everyone says is going to happen. And I'm really excited because I feel like I'm doing a bunch of different things that are kind of different and like kind of related to the trends and like parts of them. So really excited.
1: Cute. I cannot wait.
0: Yeah, I'm just excited for it to all come together. And I'm also excited that it's a week worth of activities versus like one day because I feel Mm. like then I'll be able to like enjoy it more and like soak it all in instead of being stressed on like the one day and being like this is it you know what I mean like we have like a full week of things to do so yeah that's what I'll be doing this week I if I like don't go post on stories it's because I am wedding busy basically so yeah any updates with you
1: Not really. I'm just so excited for your wedding. And also, I just remember you literally manifesting this like a year ago. I remember you were like, I want to stay in Turks and Caicos for a week in a villa and I'm like oh my god that sounds amazing and then it's actually happening and yeah. everything is exactly how you envisioned it and that's no, just like so exactly exciting
0: Exactly how it was on my vision board last year because at that point the venue like we hadn't even secured it yet and I didn't even know if it was going to be doable yeah so yeah definitely so crazy so, so crazy Yeah. Once this wedding is over, then I'm sitting down and writing my goals because again, I just have not gotten to them for 2024 yet. And I want to be like in a good clear headspace for that. So yeah, that makes sense. Starting my year fresh in February once I'm back. But yeah, I love that. I'm so, the part I feel like I'm most excited for besides obviously Mary and Andrew is like that our friends and family will get to experience Turks and Caicos and see it and like be there all together Mm -hmm. because I feel like it's just such a special place to us and so the fact that we can like share that with so many people. I think it's just going to be so fun. And like, yeah. Both That's our so parents cute. are so excited. It's like so cute. They call us literally every day and like ask us questions about like so the littlest cute. things, I think just because they want to talk about it. And yeah. So it's just like really wholesome and sweet. And they're just like, they Aww, were kind of against it at the beginning. Wait. Cause they were like, Oh, it's kind of far. Like it's going to be expensive, like all these things. But once we pretty much told them like we're doing it period And then they were on board. They were like, oh my gosh, we're so excited. We like booked our flights. We booked like over like a year. (laughs) Yeah, and that's
1: like what you have to do. Like just put your foot down. Don't take other people's advice or opinions if like that's what you want to do. So thank God.
0: And it was really sweet because someone messaged me on Instagram last week just saying like they really resonated with like wanting to take content on their honeymoon and like Mm -hmm. feeling bad about like, oh, well, you're supposed to be present and you're supposed to like act this way because it's your wedding day. And I was like, no, like I will be getting content and like it will be fine because that's what I want to be doing. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it's like just a reminder to do what you want to do on your special days, whichever, like whatever you're celebrating. Like you don't have to like be like, oh, I'm supposed to be present or I'm supposed to be in the moment or I'm supposed to act this way or I'm supposed to do this. Like
1: no, it's your day. Literally. Like, just do,
0: like I will be getting content. Like my phone will be in my hand. And like that's like it's just going to be like that. Like it's fine. Yeah. So – And I'm good with that. And, like, Andrew's good with that. And, like, he gets it. And it's, like, part of the job. Plus, we want to, like, get some memories in the moment, too. So it's Mm going to be good. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this week just have to, like, start packing outfits and prepping and, like, doing my PowerPoint and all that normal, like, travel stuff that we do. Mm -hmm. So that'll be, that'll be fun.
1: Yeah, but yeah so excited fun, for so content. exciting, switch up in content,
0: I know, I'm. it'll just ready. be nice,
1: like, so nice,
0: yeah, so I guess that's pretty much my influence of the week this week, is basically Turks and Caicos, I'm just so excited to be there, like, be on a vacation, get some really good content, just, like, normal content, not, like, bridal wedding content, but just, like, normal content there, yeah, and, Obviously wedding bridal content on top of that. And then just all the fun excursions and activities. Like we're doing our bachelorette there. So the boys are like going on a boat for the afternoon, I think, and doing like boy stuff and water sports and like all that. So And then for the girls, we're gonna do like yoga in the morning. And I guess so it's a male yoga instructor. And I like reached out to them and I was like, Hey, like could we get a female yoga instructor? Because it's like my bachelorette and I really just want feminine energy. And they're like We totally understand that, but like this yoga instructor is so good, like he's like the best. And I was like, okay, I trust (laughs) you guys' opinion. Like we'll just keep him. So okay, apparently he's like really good. And then in the afternoon we're going horseback riding in the ocean, which I'm literally so excited about because it's just it's so 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 fun. It is like such a fun experience because like when you're in the ocean you're like weightless, so you're literally on top of this horse like. Who's like having the time of its life in the ocean. Aww. They love swimming in the ocean. Like it's like one of their favorite things. Cause That's it's like so the water cool. Like, yeah. And they do these like little, like, I don't even know like what they call it. Just these like whinnying like nays because they're like so happy.
1: That's so cute. Yeah. Wait, What do you wear? Like, what are you going to wear to that?
0: I think I'm just gonna wear um I was I, I need to look at my old photos because I don't remember what shoes I was wearing.
1: Okay. I didn't um, think
0: But about I think those. I just wore like crochet pants because I think you wore okay. legs to like have some Actually I think you did. I remember this it. photo. Yeah, but
1: I wore a bikini top. Okay.
0: So like Cute. it's just the pants. Like I think I just have these like knit pants I'm gonna wear. Like crochet, Cute. I mean. Okay. And then like probably like um a um, like a um, what's it called like a cowboy hat like my straw yeah cowboy hat probably so love I think that's Cute. kind of the plan but so excited for that and then we're doing this whole like welcome catamaran boat for all the wedding guests which I think is going to be so fun because it's going to be like this private boat and it just like floats around to like the little islands and it has food and drinks and snorkeling and just like uh, Fun island boat things, and everyone will get to like mix and mingle before the actual wedding. So then, when the wedding comes, then we everyone will know each other, and it'll be like, "Oh, hey, nice to see you again." Versus like, "Oh, hi, nice to meet you." You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm really excited about that, and then the wedding itself. I feel like I feel like we did our timeline, and it's like a pretty early start to the morning, but. It like helps me see the day broken down because then I'm like, yeah, okay, like we have so much to do. It's going to be so fun. And then the chef at the villa is like, mm. she's like a French trained chef and her food is just so amazing. So I'm so excited to eat it again. And then the day after we're all just going to like hang out and like at the villa, eat food, hang out at the pool, ride some jet skis around. Like it's just, it's going to be so fun.
1: I'm so, so excited.
0: Cannot wait, but yeah, that's my influence. I'm currently obsessed and so excited. What is your as you should be?
1: Well, I am definitely influenced by all the like, it feels like summer to me right now, and I'm so excited. Like, I'm just, I'm excited, so influenced by that, and just shopping. But also, I started a new book and I love it. It's the same author, I'm sure. Like, this is like a very common book, and I'm sure you guys have read it. But it's um, the same author as The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, but it's Daisy Jones and the Six. And it's so good. I'm just having a fun time being a book girl. And I'm taking it slower with this one. Evelyn Hugo (laughs) was, like, an insane book. Like, you just have to keep reading. This one is still kind of the same vibes, but, like, I don't know. I'm taking it slower. So I'm like, okay, I can do this. (laughs) So, yeah, I think I'm just, yeah, enjoying Being a little book girly, and I feel like so far this, like, this year, I've been taking things a lot slower. And I feel like, yeah, reading's been helping me with that. But, yeah, that's my influence of the week.
0: Love that. Okay, amazing. I feel like this week's episode, you guys, we wanted to kind of do just an important organization tips for your content creator business. Cause these are things we've implemented over the years and kind of learned from our mistakes and just trial and error and what works best. And I feel like we're finally at a point where things are working mm-hmm. and like we're figuring it out. And so we just wanted to share that, especially I feel like this episode is good for either new creators and or a refresher for current creators like if you've been doing this because I did see someone post about their expense sheets on Instagram stories and I'm like girly you just need to get QuickBooks like it's so worth it so we'll mm-hmm. dive into that because it's I don't know these things are they do cost money but it's so worth the investment into investing in your business and taking the stuff off your plate because obviously yeah. we have so much going on where it's like we can't we, we shouldn't be spending our time doing these things, you know, when there are professionals and people who are just way better at this and more, yeah. like, honestly, more legit. Like, honestly, when I was doing my own expenses, kind of concerned you, at what I was doing. Right, like, and I think that's a I
1: universal doing? experience, no matter how, like, how educated you are. I just feel like you're always thinking, like, okay, am I doing this right? Like, there's so much that goes into it. There's so many yeah. little tricks and like ways I don't know there's just so much that goes into it and so you might as well just hire a trained professional when it comes to taxes and the government and like you just don't want to mess around with that
0: yeah any like business related things I feel like it's so important just to stay on top of keep track keep it like very clean and Mm -hmm. not messy because I feel like it'll just bite you in the butt if it's not done correctly and like sometimes like you if your taxes like aren't done correctly you have to get them retroactively fixed
1: yeah like mended I had to mend my 2021 and I like retroactively paid to fix it Mm -hmm. actually wait first of all I don't know if it was wrong I paid because I didn't trust what I did to make sure I paid the right amount so yeah worth worth it just to like Get, get it done. done make sure it's all correct yeah. yeah and
0: I think this is a good time for this episode too because I feel like tax season is coming up and you definitely don't want to wait till the last minute and I feel like freelance taxes are definitely different from w-2 like office job taxes so this will be a good kind of refresher or just good new tips if you're new to this so just kind of the first section to talk about is our bookkeeper we love having a bookkeeper. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. thought I love to be organized. I love categorizing things and like making lists. And like, I thought I was doing fine doing this stuff, but like, and I would tell myself at the beginning of the year, like every month I'm going to go through my expenses (laughs) and like do my profit and loss. And like, I would do that. And then when I was ready to give it to my tax account, she's like, Oh, she's like, I need all your expenses broken down. And I was like, what? So then I had to go through every single bank bank statement and categorize every single expense, Mm -hmm. which took so long and it was so tedious. And keeping track of your expenses, I feel like is one of the most important things about your business. So once I actually got a bookkeeper, this changed my life. And yeah, yeah, it definitely cost money to... Have her, like, go in and, like, get situated with everything and, like, pre-organize. But once everything was set up and good, like, it's so easy and flawless. Like, she does it once a month. She will email me when she does it. And then she sends me all, like, my profit and loss statements and all, like, the things that I need, basically. And it's so nice to not have to worry about it. And I feel like it's 100% worth the money for
1: sure. It really is. And I think we mentioned this in the last episode, but it's not as, I don't know why, like in my head, I thought this sort of thing was so expensive, but it's expensive, but it's very affordable. It's not like over, like, you know, it's not thousands, like not even a few thousand. Like it's, it's affordable. It's worth it. And it's, yeah, it has just given me so much peace of mind, honestly. Um, there are just so many categories in, I think in any freelance industry, but obviously, in, like, entertainment and media and in the industry that we're in, um, there are so many different categories that you would not think of. Like, I remember when I was doing it manually, I literally, like, first of all, don't even know how I, like, came up with categories. I think That's I, like, did I'm a quick saying. Google search. Like, like I don't, don't know. I not
0: know what I was doing. But, like,
1: there are, like, subcategories for things. So, don't mean to stress you guys out, but QuickBooks and Bookkeep – well, yeah, QuickBooks – has all of that get a bookkeeper to run your quickbooks like
0: and maybe and she can take if you care don't maybe you don't have a ton of expenses and like you can track it like definitely still recommend getting quickbooks because yeah. then you link all your bank accounts like venmo paypal mm-hmm. your bank accounts credit cards whatever so it pulls in all the transactions and then you can just go in and categorize everything where it's supposed to be and it can like mass categorize like similar transactions And then like when our bookkeeper does it, you can also go in and kind of see how she categorizes things. You'd be like, oh, this was actually this. And then she can recategorize like like for us, like we have props as a category. But Mm -hmm. if we didn't tell the bookkeeper that she wouldn't understand what that meant. So it's like having your bookkeeper understand all the different aspects of your job really helps so, so much. So. I don't know I feel like it's so worth it and I feel like the more categories you can break it down to the better because then it gives more visibility and more just detail with what your transactions are and then when you give it to your tax accountant they can see that when you're evaluating your budgets and everything like you can see like where you're spending the most money where you need to make budget cuts like where Mm -hmm. all your money is going etc so I feel like loving love all the categories and then basically what happens is after either you or your bookkeeper categorizes everything you can generate just a profit and loss statement which as an LLC or S Corp you need to have to give to your tax accountant so it's like Mm -hmm. so easy at the end of the year now like I she'll literally just give me my end of the year profit and loss my P&L and then I give that to my tax accountant and like that's
1: that yeah that's that
0: Instead of, like, before I was, like, sitting there, I would print out all my big statements. I would go through, like, write it down on an Excel sheet, like, have to organize it. And then I would get nervous that I missed a transaction. So I would, like, double check my work, oh, which would take same. so long. And then I'd have to make sure the numbers added up. And, like, I don't know. It was just questionable what I was doing. So, so glad that I'm not worrying about that anymore. So mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. Recommend doing that and then also, obviously, having an accountant in general. I feel like we get questions that's like, when do you need an accountant and like, when do you kind of need this stuff? And I feel like if you we've talked about this before, I don't know if we're going to do a tax episode this year or not, but basically, I feel like if you have a W 2 still and that is your main source of income then you don't really need to have all this separate stuff because you can file the Schedule C form, which is just Mm -hmm. your lump sum. So you just, again, QuickBooks is still great to have because then you can, all you do is like all the money you make minus all your expenses. And then that's the lump sum that you put on your Schedule C. And like, that's good. But if you're doing this full time, like 10 out of 10 recommend doing all of this stuff because it shows the IRS and the government that like your serious and legit about your business and like that then they treat it like that if that makes sense so
1: yeah yeah definitely if you're doing it full-time if you're making a good amount of money but if you are doing this you know like if you're just getting started yeah you don't like super need one I would say I didn't get one until I quit my nine-to-five job for reference
0: I think that's a good Yeah, a good kind of starting point is like if you're doing this full-time so you don't have any other income or if you're making like a significant amount of money. And I Mm -hmm. honestly, yeah, just we're not tax accountants, so we're not going to give advice. Yeah, like a significant
1: amount of money. Yeah, to preface this video, we are obviously – not giving you financial advice. Like, go These are just, like, tips seek. and things yes, that Yes, this is what we do. do.
0: And would recommend, you know, talking to a bookkeeper, talking to an accountant. Like, now is a good time to start reaching out because tax season is coming. What is that sign on our tax accountant's door? Your
1: emergence... Wait, your... <laughs> Lack of planning is not my emergency. I think that's yeah, what it says. Yeah. So
0: it's like if you're last minute and you're trying to find a tax account, like they're all going to be so busy during tax season. So now's a good time to start researching if you don't have one. And I would just say maybe look for one who understands what our industry is. So anyone who has experience with entertainment, media, self-employed freelancers like this could even be like hair salons like people who rent booths at hair salons it's very similar like they work for themselves w9 kind of jobs basically just so they understand because i feel like when it does come to our industry like
1: it just like w2 ones so or older
0: accountants i don't really think understand like there are categories um what's the category for um oh business image Where like when you get your nails done and makeup purchases that we're using for our job specifically, we had to explain what business image was, but it is part of our job. And like, that's what we're, you know, posting every day. So it's like having someone who really understands that.
1: Yeah. And if you just don't know where to start, because I remember when I was looking for an accountant, I like was just so lost, truly so lost. So I just asked a bunch of people, honestly, like where they went locally because i really wanted to like go into an office but you definitely don't need to you can absolutely do it remote but i really wanted to like go into an office for some reason so i asked a bunch of like local girls and then found one of our friends used the accountant we use now and he is experienced with the media and just like media and entertainment so um yeah we still like have to explain certain things but I feel like nowadays there's probably a ton of people who are very knowledgeable in this industry. So I don't think it should be a problem.
0: Yeah. And then I think this also just kind of leads into like, once you are doing this, you have your tax account, your bookkeeper, obviously registering for your LLC or S corp Mm -hmm. or however you want to set yourself up. There are a couple different options. So make sure you do your research and figure out which one is best for you and just kind of your situation. And that way, once you do that, it just helps so much in terms of your business. And even when showing up to a tax accountant or to a bookkeeper, you're like, hey, like, this is my business, here's my LLC, I have my business bank accounts." They're like, okay, this girl is serious. Like, She knows what she's talking about. I feel like those are the basic things to start with. And I feel like that's a really good way to just start off on the right foot so you don't feel silly going yeah I feel like that really helps eliminate your imposter
1: syndrome because I remember the first time I went in I just felt like such an imposter like I was like I have no idea what you're saying to me but now I feel like it took one time one year you can't really explain everything to you like you have to experience it you're not Mm -hmm. gonna feel great most likely and then you're just gonna have your shit together
0: mm -hmm. the next
1: time around it just like helps you get more motivated To just like have everything together and go into the next year. Like, okay, here is my literal folder. Like, Mm -hmm. I, by the way, a little tip I don't really do, like, QuickBooks has really helped me not need like a bunch of folders, but I do have this cute little pink tax folder that just makes things more cute and makes it less dreadful um, when it comes to like taxes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just make it as. least dreadful as you can
0: (laughs) and there are like so many benefits to to having your own LLC or your own business like it definitely I'm pretty sure like very confident that it helps with your expenses and write-offs like I'm pretty sure there are some expenses or write-offs that you cannot write off if you're not registered as a business but -hmm. as soon as you register then those things become a write-off because it is legitimate for your business and then also another big thing is basically you can get an EIN number which is employee identification number Mm -hmm. and that's like basically the number you can put instead of a social security number so then your social security number isn't floating around on all these debbie that gave me so much anxiety you just put your ein now and then that's your business number so i feel like there are so many just pros honestly and not very many cons the only cons is that it costs money but Mm -hmm. when you have a business like this you have to invest in it like that's the whole point. And once you get yourself like set up for success, it's honestly just so much easier. You don't have to worry about that stuff. And I don't know, it just takes that pressure off because I feel like obviously since our industry is growing more, like there's more attention on it basically. So just making sure you're staying up to date with everything and just starting with the basics, get your um, LLC, get your business registered, get your business bank account, get your EIN, Start yeah. your bookkeeping and get your tax account. Like very basic, very easy things to do and very easy to research on the internet. So that's kind of our tips with tax organization since that is coming up. So that's that. And then the next thing we kind of wanted to talk to you guys about is just kind of what our inbox slash like email um, collab organization mm-hmm. looks like. I feel like one of my top things to do right now i have said this before is unsubscribe from emails and clear out spam i need to do that still and i don't know yeah it's a process for me i love getting notifications i think it's so
1: oh my god (laughs) i'm literally the polar opposite i'm I'm constantly on do not disturb i hate notifications i actually love them that is so funny
0: like, I love deleting my emails, but I get like so many spam ones that I need to. Yeah. Same. Or I signed up for a brand like multiple times so I could use the coupon multiple times and now I get an email from the brand three times. Like, I need to unsubscribe from all of them except one. And then, also, side note, another thing that I do that is kind of related to this, but basically, if I work with a brand, I will subscribe to their emails from my personal email. Just to make sure they are not using my content in emails. And I have caught a couple brands using my content in their emails. That's honestly
1: such a good idea. Like, send
0: invoices. Because I'm like, hey, like, got this email and you used my photo without... Because, like, email usage is, like, you should be paid for that. That is content that your content that a brand is using to generate sales. From their mm-hmm. website, basically. So it's like, you should be paid for that. So if you ever see yourself on an email that you didn't authorize.
1: You can send an invoice. You have
0: receipts. So that is like why I will subscribe sometimes. And then, but yeah, need to like clear out spam, clear out junk. Um, is like on the top of my to-do list post-wedding. When I go through and like set myself up for the year. Cause I yeah, I feel it like yet. it just...
1: I feel like when your inbox is cluttered, you miss things. Like, Mm -hmm. things get pushed to the next page of your email. And I'm just... Mm -hmm. I'm only looking at that first page one of my emails, So that really can, like, mess things up for me. So I feel like I don't... I try not to use my, like, work email for the subscription sort of thing. But if I need to, like, get that code, like, I will. (laughs) But... Yeah I, yeah, I feel like I've been pretty good about just like unsubscribing as I get the notification. Like today, unsubscribed from DoorDash. Don't even remember subscribing to DoorDash. Um Love that. so I just try to do it as they come. But yeah, helps you not miss things, helps you not miss emails. And I have done that so many times. So clearly. Yeah, out I think
0: another thing too that really helps is creating folders in your inbox to kind of help stay on top of everything like you said because it's like once that like first page once that eat those emails leave that first page like it's kind of like they go into an abyss yeah like, literally we do not I'm not looking at them anymore because it's just not on that front page so it's yeah like, I feel like people organize different ways and there's like different methods and you just have to figure out what works best for you so like if like for example I have some folders that are like gifting so if I'm doing something that's gifting and I'm like working on that I'll just like move that email into gifting Mm -hmm. that way it doesn't get pushed down and lost and it's in the folder and if I need to go back and then I'll have like my paid collaborations folders and then sometimes if I have more of like a long-term partnership with a brand or they send a lot of emails then I'll like create an their own folder like for example Macy's so anything Macy's related I will put Into the Macy's folder. Because then I'll know like it's there. So I feel like I try to stay on top of things like that. I feel like that really helps me. Do you categorize your folders? I used to. But
1: I honestly just just started using the star. Like flagging and like doing the star. For like my ongoing paid partnerships. So like they come up. Or I can just find them a lot easier. I used to have like a follow up, like mm-hmm. reach back out to all of those kinds of folders. And honestly, that was like very great, very on top of it. I feel like once you get, once I got management, I was a lot less like organizing, organizing mm-hmm. my emails. Um, So, yeah, I feel like I'm really just starring things, but I would love to get back into the organizing the folder. I just don't have like a big need for it right now. Yeah,
0: I feel like with management, like I have like my management like paid partnership folder and then I have Mm -hmm. like my gifting ones and then... Yeah, I feel like that way I can just move them out of the general inbox because I just I yeah. know myself and if they are not on that front page, like I am just not gonna see them. So yeah. at least if I move them and kind of put them in their home, then I can
1: retrieve them because I know where I put them basically. But.
0: everyone is different so you just have to do what works best for you and you can try out a couple things to yeah just see. oh I had but, like
1: when we have like those big events like Coachella or New York Fashion Week oh yeah I, I have like have a folder folders that's for like that. New
0: York Fashion Week folder that, yeah and, like, and it's anything, really helpful related, because you can too. yeah you yeah.
1: can go back in the next oh, year damn. to see who you reached out to who you worked with what events you went to for, like, New York Fashion Week, Coachella, and you can see, like, who to reach back out to. And then it's just so easy. I don't know how you would do that otherwise. So I always – I try to keep those going, and Mm -hmm. it's really helpful every year.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a good one. I have those too, so – and then yeah especially like with wedding planning I feel like that's a really good example like I have Mm -hmm. like my wedding folder and then I have it broken down so I have like a folder all these folders are under wedding but I have like planner venue services so like anytime my planner emails me I put it in her folder and then anything from the venue I put it in that folder or like any services like photography videography hair makeup that goes all in like the services folder that way I can reference everything like very quickly and I nothing gets lost so it's like if you have big events or Anything like that, like those are just good ways to track that kind of stuff so it doesn't mm-hmm. get lost because we know things can get lost so easily. So we try to stay on top of that. Yes. And then another thing we do is we create a spreadsheet for our collabs to track everything. And I feel like this is also a game changer. And if you're not doing this, like I definitely recommend doing something like this or very similar or whatever works for you. But I feel like it's so important because. Honestly, this is how you track if you get paid or not because brands mm-hmm. are not tracking that for you. Like, they don't care if you don't get paid. So it's like, you have to make They're, sure. like,
1: hoping you forget. Right, you
0: forget basically. So, like, just having a spreadsheet, basically, just, like, Google Sheets or whatever to track everything. And, like, a, like, some things we put on it, we have, like, the date. So, like, you can pick, like, do you want the date you secured the collab, the date you signed the contract, whatever. Like, you have your date and then, like, the brand name... And your statement of work, like what deliverables are on there, Mm -hmm. and then maybe put the terms. So, like, are they paying you like net 30, net 60? So you can kind of track that. And then, like, I have sections too where it's like, okay, the date that they paid me and the method of payment. So that I, like, if I ever have to go look something up, I can be like, Mm -hmm. okay, they paid me on this date on PayPal or they paid me on this date direct deposit. That way, I'm not like questioning like if I can't find the money I'm like oh where is it like I like to have the method of payment so it's like very easy to look up yeah if you need to because if the brand is like oh we paid you direct deposit then you're like did you you know so it's like a good way to track and another thing I feel like I like to write down is usage just basically the statement of work so I can see like what um was like um negotiated or whatever so that if I see my post somewhere I'm like oh did we negotiate usage I can look back at my sheet and be like oh yeah they have 30 days of usage or 60 days or whatever it is that way like everything I don't know I just feel like it's so good to have everything lined up and then you mark off when you get paid so then you yeah. see the empty spaces where you're not paying
1: yeah exactly and you'll be I don't know I feel like there's so many brands that just go so late on payments this is such a good way to just streamline your collabs and stay on top of it and track who's not paying and so you can follow up but also I feel like it's a really good way to one I like looking back on it and seeing how far I've come with Mm -hmm. my collabs and like what I've been getting paid but also you can use that as a reference if you want to if they want to work with you again and you can just like quickly see what they paid you. Um, you can, can kind of compare it to where you were then and where you are now. Um, but yeah, I just like seeing everything all laid out in a really nice spreadsheet. So definitely recommend doing that.
0: And that way too, you can see like how much you made for the year mm-hmm. and then you can see, cause it's another thing that you have to track is like, what you've been paid in that calendar year. So maybe you did the collab yeah. in December, but you don't get paid until the next year, like February. So then it's like, you don't want to count that money until you have it. Right. Cause like you're not yeah. going to be taxes on money. You haven't been that paid That you got paid for
1: that year. Yeah.
0: So it's a good way to kind of track that. Cause that can get a little tricky towards the end of the year as well because of like late payments and whatnot. So that's just another way to see kind of what's going on honestly i feel like it's a big just snapshot of your business like you can see what months were good months what months were slow months like again like you said what brands you worked with who to pitch like all of that and so Mm -hmm. it's just a good way to stay very important it's and especially too even if you don't have management I mean, honestly, I still do this with management. Like our management, we do have spreadsheets, but I also have my own spreadsheet because Mm -hmm. I'm just like type A like that. So it's like I have to make sure my spreadsheet like matches their spreadsheet and like we're on the same page and everything. So I still do that personally, even though my management also does it. (laughs) Yeah. So just for like my records and whatnot. But yeah, I feel like that is I feel like honestly, this is like second in, in importance to like your taxes and like business organization, this like spreadsheet is like the next most important thing to have. Basically. That
1: spreadsheet is literally what kept me going when I had my nine to five. Like I remember I always had it up in the back of my like nine to five computer in office. Like I had my spreadsheet up and I was just like always looking at the numbers and I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to leave this job. Like I was like, I loved having that spreadsheet. Truly.
0: Yeah love that use it as motivation
1: yeah it was super motivating
0: so hopefully that helps you guys in terms of just like kind of business back in organization these are just things that we do and like unfortunately no one told us so we kind of Mm -hmm. just figured it out over the years as we went but definitely it would have been so helpful to know this information ahead of time so hopefully this can save you guys the headaches and the stress and the questions and just You know, the lack of confidence, you know, doing these things that you don't really know about. So and then next is just how we organize content or just kind of like planning content. Personally, Mm -hmm. I'm such a planner girly, like a paper planner girly. I order my planner every year on Black Friday from Erin Condren when it's on sale. The OG planner. And then I have it ready. I just love the setup of it because it has like the full week's view, like on the two pages when it's open. It has every day on it. And then it breaks down every day into like the hours. And that way I can like write down when I have meetings or whatever appointments or shooting or whatever and I it just like helps me like lay out my week and I feel like it keeps me so organized and I can write my little to-do lists on the side and I feel like that's how I like to see my week so I'm a girl. Yes. she's girly. paper
1: <laughs> I am google calendar someone introduced me to google calendar like I want to say two years ago and I just that changed my life because I literally lose everything like so not always like honestly I'm trying to stop saying I statements for things that I don't want to continue this year so I don't always lose things I occasionally lose things and that that did include my planner from time to time okay so I I simply couldn't keep up with a paper one so digital changed the game for me I feel like I am so with it and organized my Google Calendar, like, I swear, if if something's in my Google Calendar, like, it is set in stone for me, and I just, I love that, because I was so all over the place before I was doing this, so everything is color-coded, and I feel like when people look at my Google Calendar, it's kind of a shock, because, like, I'm telling you every single thing is in my calendar, that's, like, how I stay sane and, like, remember things, and how everything just comes together, so... Yes, I love Google Calendar and it's just on my phone. So if I need to like make a quick decision or if I'm making an appointment, I immediately can see like what my week looks like and I really like that. So find what works for you.
0: Love that. I feel like my planner is just like, My Bible basically and like Yeah. I feel like for me, and I was like this in school too. If I don't physically write something down, like I cannot remember it. Mm -hmm. Like if I write it down, if I'm like, okay, I have this appointment at three PM on Tuesday and I write it down, I will remember it without my planner in front of me versus if I put it in my calendar on my phone or whatever and like if it's digital, I literally won't remember it. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I'm like this. And like in school too, I would have to handwrite notes from class, like Because if I just typed notes on my computer, like it wouldn't stick, like nothing. Mm
1: -hmm. I don't know. So
0: I feel like that's just kind of like the learner I was. So it just translated into the kind of like planner situation that I have. And yeah, it just works. So whatever works for you, I think that's the best thing to do. There's no Mm -hmm. right or wrong way to do it basically. But and then I feel like that goes with like lists too I feel like I have lists everywhere I have like my weekly to-do list on my planner and then I have my like daily to-do lists and then I have Mm -hmm. like my digital like notes to-do list I know that's how
1: I do mine is just I use the notes app and I just use the checklist feature for the notes app and I just have a running to-do list priority list all the things um and I always have that up like I feel like my notes app we talked about this like on our trip <laughs> last year with the girls. Oh my gosh, we like so talk funny. everyone it's like in my
0: vlog. I like have like oh yes screaming about. We your We asked
1: <laughs> how many notes you have in your phone, and I wait. Who had the most? Was it me? You were up there. I feel like
0: there might have been someone else, but I feel like you had like a lot.
1: Like people were saying like, oh, I have like four hundred, and I'm like. Okay, so I have. Some girls
0: were like, some girls were like, oh, fifty, like thirty. I like was seven, like, wait, I'm like, 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 like
1: genuinely confused. Like my entire life is in my notes app, and I have thirteen hundred notes.
0: Oh my god, let me look at mine right now. Like, okay, see, I like, have three hundred and thirty one.
1: Oh my <laughs> god!
0: Wait, do you ever delete them?
1: See, like notes don't even take up space on my phone, so no but I should and I swear I take therapy notes in there I take notes that like literally just like life thoughts like I have in my notes app like I have everything in my freaking notes app like it's like a, clearly a problem like but also grocery lists like I need to delete some grocery lists <laughs> that is so yeah. funny okay so like guys how many notes do you have on your notes app because we'll i'm really story.
0: curious okay we'll post a story with a question box of like how many notes do yes. you have and then
1: please share I'm really curious.
0: are you danielle or are you a
1: listener yeah be <laughs> a thousand note difference
0: <laughs> that is so funny i feel like i use my notes a lot like i'm always and like once like say i do a grocery list and i go to the store and like i get all my stuff i'll just like delete that note because i'm like i'm good like i know i'm not gonna need this again Mm -hmm. And like, then I'll have. I think I just forget. It's not like I keep just like one grocery list and I just like update it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. Josh does that. He has a running grocery list and then he unchecks everything. And then the next week, he's like, okay, what do I need to check? (laughs)
0: Love that. Yeah. So, however, lists work for you, that what you should do but yeah let us know about your notes because that is so funny yeah um I think too like along the lines of like planners and lists like it's I feel like okay so you know how people when you plan out your meals for the week it's a lot easier to stick to your meal plan when you have it like prepped out and you like Mm -hmm. say okay I'm gonna eat this this and this on this day this this and this and then you go to the grocery store and then you buy the groceries and like you're set for the week I feel like content is very similar like scheduling out, like look at your calendar at the beginning of the week, whether it's Sunday night to prep or Monday morning, like looking at your calendar and being like, okay, what does my schedule look like? What, what appointments do I have? What free days do I have? Like Maybe what's the weather like? Okay, like now I need to figure out what days are going to be my shoot days or like when you go out Mm -hmm. and shoot content versus what day am I going to film a YouTube video or what day am I going to film this collab or what day am I going to shoot content at home? Whatever your content list is, like being able to schedule that out in advance, I feel like for me, I'm able to stick to it so much better. than If I keep it in my head and I'm like, oh, like I might do this Thursday. I could do it Friday. I don't really know. Like, And then it's like Friday afternoon and I'm like, shoot, I forgot I needed to do this or I wanted to do this kind of situation. So it's like if I schedule it out, I'm like, okay, this is going to be like my home shoot day. I'm going to film X amount of TikToks. I'm going to film like this kind of like real whatever, like that'll be my home content day. And then this is like my shoot day. So I have to plan outfits for that. I feel like it's just so much easier to visually see that and then stay organized.
1: Yes. And if you can find someone local to you to keep help keep you accountable with your shoot days do that because I feel like our shoot days are like set in stone like we Mm -hmm. we just like when we set it like we know we have to get our outfits together like this is our shoot day and it's just it feels so much better after it's done we have that content because sometimes when you're just doing it on your own it's so easy to just be like oh I'm just like not feeling it I'm not gonna push it like which great but like It just, you know, you need to plan it out and it's your job. So schedule it out, try to stick to it and And it won't feel as overwhelming.
0: Things come up and like you might have to change things, which is fine. But I feel like just the practice and creating the habit of scheduling it out, it really just helps. I feel like just set the tone if you are someone who really struggles with not having a schedule because I feel like some people really have a hard time adjusting from that nine to five to mm-hmm. like freelance content creation because you go from like having like you have to be at work by this time you have to like do all these things lunches from this time to this time and then like you know you have like a very structured schedule and then when you start to work for yourself you literally have an open day and you're like what do I do today like and it can be very yes. overwhelming because you're like I have all these tasks I have all this free time. So somehow I need to make this work. So it's like figuring out your schedule and just planning it and putting it down. I just feel like it just helps you set your business up for success. And then also I feel like it also will help your shoot day be more successful because then Mm -hmm. you're planning for your shoot day and you're prepping that in your outfits that way. You're prepared for your shoot day. That way, you can get all the content you need in and out and be done. Not like, oh, what am I shooting today? I don't really know. Like, what's Oh my gosh, I can't do that anymore. I
1: seriously can't.
0: Yeah, like it's just added stress that like you don't need. So that's just another thing we do. I feel like that helps to not feel feel overwhelmed.
1: I feel like I started having um, like inspo days where I just come up with everything for the shoot day. And if I don't do that, it is just a disaster. And I just feel like things take so much longer. I just feel so scatterbrained. And that's just something that I have to do now is have like that inspo time where I know exactly what I want to do, kind of like a brainstorm session with myself. And it just seriously makes the biggest difference because you well, know exactly like it what you're going for
0: it doesn't even take that long either it's just like sitting down figuring out like what pieces do you need to shoot and then finding your inspo that you like that kind of goes with it and then putting the outfit together
1: yeah and you know and it same can with a like, video
0: yeah it could be like 30 minutes it could be an hour but like it just saves so much time when you actually get to it because like I literally swear you guys, we used to, I used to at least, I would throw clothes into my shoot bag. We would get to our shoot location and I'd be like, hmm, what do I want to shoot here? Like, should yeah. I use this outfit or this outfit? And then I would put the outfit on and I'd be like, Mm, I don't like how this looks. Like, I didn't try it on beforehand. Like, I don't like this. Like, mm-hmm. and it just like. I don't know. It just made the shoot days feel so long. And now that we go in super prepped, like we have the locations, we know which outfit for which location we have our inspo, like post photo, whatever. I feel like it goes by so quick. Yeah. It's just like, boom, boom, boom done. So I feel like it's like, we can't go back now because we know what like the good life is like. Because now we're prepared (laughs) girly. But yeah, that's how we pretty much organize our content in our week with planners lists, schedules, just to make sure we're not feeling overwhelmed. And then again, you don't want to have burnout. So I feel like this also helps with that too. That way you can see like, I feel like this helps me too, because I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have so much to do. I'm so stressed. And then I actually look at my calendar and I'm like, I have so much time. Why am I stressing? I'm going to do this on this day. I'm going to do these things on this day and it'll be fine. And it'll be done. Like, no biggie. So once I sit down and do that, I, like, calm myself down. The anxiety goes away. The stress goes away. And I'm like, I will be okay.
1: Yeah. So. Same. Love that.
0: Yeah. And then just lastly, in terms of just, like, I feel like your space at home, just, like, a closet product kind of space organization, I feel like I say this every episode it's like I'm always working on this but like getting rid of clothes that I haven't worn or touched in the past six months and I feel like the way that I help myself justify it is like you can sell like like newly like clothes that like maybe you didn't even wear like you got Mm -hmm. for a collab and you didn't end up selecting it you know new clothes with tags like very new maybe worn one time for your collab video selling what you can and then maybe what doesn't sell donate to a women's shelter. I feel like doing this process helps me like process a lot better, <laughs> like yeah. justify everything and like I would rather the clothes go to someone who's actually going to wear it and use it than it just like sit in my closet and collect dust. So. Mm-hmm. I'm really working on that. Danielle is a lot better at purging than I am.
1: Yeah, I don't attach memories to clothes I don't think like actually at all like literally my the dress I got engaged in I almost sold but then I was like I probably shouldn't sell it <laughs> so oh, I didn't but I just don't really I don't know I don't I don't I just like I love my mentality is truly out with the old and with the new and that's like simply it
0: I just feel so. like my problem is know. like I'm so specific with clothes that I select that everything I select I love
1: Well, I feel like that's more the vibe now. I feel like I'm mainly like, I feel like I've gotten rid of most of my like impulsive, not impulsive, my, I I guess, impulsive gifting things like the gifted things that were just not my style back in the day. And I was just taking everything that I possibly could um, that was offered to me. For gifting. Yes. Like saying just yes to everything. And then we got
0: random boxes of So I feel like
1: that has been my journey of like really purging my closet. But definitely like the staple pieces, the investment pieces, like I'm not getting rid of. So yeah, I feel like we're both in the era of like we're mainly just trying to like get investment pieces. Things that we don't want to sell and constantly be like circling in and out of our closets. So Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, too, another reminder throw out old beauty products. I feel like, again, this is hard. I would just throw out things that, like, you're never going to use again because I know, like, products have expiration dates, but there are some beauty products that I swear is just, like, so much product that lasts so long. So I feel like, for me, if I'm still using it, like, I'm going to keep it until it's empty. Yeah.
1: Like, I would. Does foundation expire? Because.
0: I feel like you can really tell when know. it gets kind of like separatey in the bottle, or it looks okay. Kind of weird, that like happened liquid-y. to me
1: literally the other day with one of my Charlotte Tilbury <laughs> foundations. But sometimes
0: like, you can like shake it, and then it like re mm, like rises okay. and mixes with itself again, and then it could be yeah, really... like
1: it was like a funky color, and I was like, maybe it's time for me to throw this away. <laughs>
0: yeah, but obviously it's hard <gasps> to throw it away because like beauty products are so expensive. I know, that like you don't, especially want
1: to, now. So yeah like I swear beauty products are like the minimum like the average now is like $60 for like foundation anything blush bronzer like I just feel like everything is getting so expensive
0: but anything that like you're not going to use anymore yeah that's like crusty around the edges that looks a weird color mm-hmm. throw away purge, get rid of that way you have room for your new products and you can like really stick to your staple products that you like to use. Um, and then two, I just feel like it's so important if you do work from home to keep your space decluttered just Mm -hmm. to help with productivity and reduce distractions. I feel like when my space is messy, I feel messy and I can't get anything done until I like clean my space. So it's like, I I am working on making sure I start the day with my space clean because otherwise, I
1: have to yeah it's like setting then I go on this
0: like cleaning rampage where I have to clean everything because then like the house needs to be clean before I can sit down so it's like I'm just like not setting myself up for success when I do that so just making sure my space is like clean good to go and then I feel more organized
1: yeah literally if I film one video my room is a literal disaster so I'm I feel like I'm always cleaning the room I'm working in but um yeah I like for example before we could even record I needed to just clear off my desk I I it's a thing it's like a Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I don't know if it's called feng shui but like it's a thing
0: honestly yeah i, I clear mind that could go with it and like mm-hmm. yeah that's a good example like i feel like after shoot days like when we go out and shoot content and come back and my bag is like full of clothes yeah and shoes are thrown everywhere i'm really trying really hard to like put those clothes away and clean out that bag same day like put all the shoes away put mm-hmm. the coats away make sure that bag is clean and then tuck it away so that i don't have because it either sits in a pile like downstairs like same. until i put it away or it'll sit in my room, just, like, kind of messy and, like, in the way. And then if I need something, I'm like, oh, I have to go dig through that bag. Yes, So same. now I'm trying really hard to put it away same day. Like, put everything away, mark it off, check it off, and then be like, okay, I shot this. Like, am I is this something I'm keeping or is this something that I don't need anymore? And then kind of moving it directly into a cell or donate pile or whatever to try to mm-hmm. stay on top of that, so... Organization, product organization and space and just I think being very selective with what products you're accepting and bringing in I remember like there are periods where like when you first start out you're so excited to receive anything and everything you say yes you all it's so fun it's such a cool perk of the job it's like so special but you're gonna get to a point where then you're gonna have too much stuff like you're not there's just no way to go through that amount of product in like the time that you know they send so it's like once you kind of hit that point then you become more selective because then you're like okay is this product actually a good skincare brand like am I actually going to use it or do I just want something new and like trying to say no to those, those kind of things and I feel like brands kind of appreciate it because then you're not wasting the product you're saving money and or you are saving them money and it's just I think brands aren't going to be mad at you if you're like no thank you <laughs> no yeah if
1: anything I feel like you're then more desirable all they're like okay we'll get her next time
0: (laughs) yeah I think yeah and I think they just appreciate it too because like obviously the goal for a brand is when they send you something they want you to share it and even if it's not not like you don't have any obligations or whatever like that's their hope basically like they're hoping when they send you something you share Mm -hmm. it and so for me like I genuinely want to share things that I love and then so I don't want to accept something from a brand that I'm not gonna share
1: I same that makes sense. yeah that's like the rule for myself like am I gonna put this on my story yeah. yeah like truly and this actually happened to me recently I wanted to get gifting again from this brand and they actually said that they stopped gifting me because I well first of all I had the receipts and I did post it on my story so I actually have no idea what they were talking about but that happens apparently the oh. brand was like oh like we because my manager reached out and they said like oh "Oh, we'd love to gifting y'all but like we stopped gifting her because she wasn't like sharing (laughs) it and I did send them the receipts however that kind of just put things into perspective for me like okay brands do notice yeah Yeah, like brands notice and I really did get into a a groove of literally just I just stopped sharing PR I don't know why I think I think it was mainly because I was collecting the photos
0: and then mm-hmm. I would just forget to,
1: I literally and just never would forget, them. I never posted yep. them. Like I feel really bad for any brands that have sent me anything in the past, like since August, honestly, I have not posted anything. So I need to get back into the groove and I love seeing things that people love and I love sharing that. So I'm only going to accept from now on like brands that I love. Um, but yeah, love brands that. do notice. So just keep that in mind
0: love that okay I feel like that's a great way to end the episode such a good tip um do you want to share our listener of the week this week
1: yes our listener of the week is Kat her Instagram handle is K-A-T-H-I-A-N-A-E-U-G-E-N-E so I think it's Katiana Eugene Katiana I'm not I'm not sure, but her name is Kat. And yeah, such a pretty name. But she posts really cute OOTDs. Love her style. She's also just a really supportive, sweet queen listener. I always hear in the comments. Um, And also, by the way, you guys, she is going to New York Fashion Week. She put it in her bio, which, by the way, yes. Oh, Okay, yes, so we're a month out from New York Fashion Week, so if you guys are going in February, put in your bio, and also Kat is going, so reach out to her if you want to meet up with a fellow Influence Community listener
0: love that. And yeah, we're going to be doing a Q&A episode next week. So if you guys have any questions, make sure you submit them. I don't know. I think the question box will still be up, but if not, you can always just DM us and we did get some questions about New York Fashion Week, so we'll be talking about that mm-hmm. in next week's episode. I'm trying to think of any last-minute updates. Um, We're going to start sharing some of our trip inspo to give you guys hints on what our trip is going to be, which we're so excited. And then we're going to be starting to collect emails if you want to get notified once the trip launches because... Basically, our plan is like once it's ready to go, we're going to announce it one day and we're going to launch it the next. Like we are not wasting time. We are putting this out there, giving you guys the most amount of time to plan as possible. So make sure you are on the lookout for that as well. But yes, Q&A episode next week. And then the week after that, we will be off because of my wedding. And then we'll probably do some sort of wedding recap, kind of like spring episode Mm -hmm. because that's coming up. But yeah, that's kind of the plan. And really excited for what this year has in store and yeah it's so crazy to think I'm like next week's episode will be my last episode as like a non-wifey and then moving forward Aww, yeah I'm that's so true so crazy I'm like that's what this whole like so week cute last week has been. I'm like oh this is the last time I'm doing this as like a single girly <laughs> wifed up <laughs> so, so true. dramatic but it's fine Um but yeah, uh, we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. We appreciate we appreciate you guys so much. And if you ever have any free time, we would love a five-star review. It really, really helps us. And let us know what you guys want to hear this year. What do you want us to talk about? Who do you want to have who do you want us to have on as guests? All the things, and we're gonna plan some meetups this year too. So make sure you're in the Facebook group for that. But I think that's pretty much it. Hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you in our next episode. Bye, guys.
1: Bye. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review
0: and we'll see you next week. Bye.